Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, listeners. This is Faye Horton with Faye Teaches, and I sell Medicare plans. This is the podcast where you listen to other Medicare sales professionals and other sales professionals who are in the business themselves, who've been in the business, and who are able to help you to grow your business. Today, I am so honored to have as my guest, Diane Helbig. Diane has some dynamic words of wisdom and drops of drops of good, good sound business advice for us as we talk about RRG, reinvest for revenue growth. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Faye. How are you? I am just great. I'm here in sunny Florida, and I was so tempted to sit outside to record this session because it's such a beautiful day. You're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you located, Diane? I'm in Cleveland, Ohio, so not, not so sunny. Not so sunny today? No, no. It's supposed to get nicer this week. We'll see. Okay, well, you're, you're going to have some good days, I'm sure. So, yeah. Diane, are you a coffee person or a tea person? I am a coffee person. Are you? Mm-hmm. I am, too, but I lately I've drank too much coffee, so it's kind of done something to my stomach. Um so I'm tea for the moment, but generally I'm coffee. Do you usually drink coffee throughout the day? I usually drink coffee in the morning. I, sometimes I'll have it later in the day if I feel like I need sort of a pick-me-up. Uh, mm-hmm. But I usually just have it in the morning, and then I switch to water. Ah, good, good choice, good choice. I'm trying to drink at least um three bottles of water a day somehow and sometimes I can do it and sometimes it's not easy for me but I'm still trying to do that uh now where did you grow up Diane you're in you're in Cleveland now but where did you grow up I will say for the most part I grew up in suburban Detroit we moved a lot when I was young we moved uh just about every year until I was in sixth grade Oh, okay. Uh, What is something that might be on your bucket list that you've not accomplished or done that you you want to do? I want to go to Ireland. Uh, It is uh, probably at the top of my bucket list. We were going to go this year uh, for our, well, for my husband's 60th birthday and our 25th anniversary, and given everything that's going on, I don't know if it'll be this year. Well, congratulations on your anniversary, and tell your hubby happy birthday when that day comes, but um, it may not be a great choice to try to travel in the next few months. We'll see how everything happens in our world, and this is something that's uh, affecting the entire world so you may not be able to leave the country uh it's probably not a good idea but that sounds like a great choice to have 
on your uh, bucket list. Yeah, we'll get that eventually. <laughs> yes, you will. I'm sure you will. Don't don't drop your dream yeah. of going. Keep that in the forefront of your mind. Yeah. Now, is there um, something that you have received from a mentor, a piece of advice or a mantra or something that a mentor has said to you that you carry with you? Yeah, so I I was fortunate to get a lot of really good pieces of advice. I think the thing that has stuck with me the most and impacted me the most is uh, that I can do anything I want to do as long as I'm willing to do the work. And and that was told to me by my father, who, who was my mentor, um, very early on. And boy, that, that just repeats itself over and over again over the years. It does. You know, that's something that I always said to my kids. You can do whatever you want to do if you put your mind to it and you're willing to do the work. It's that last little piece that really, really (laughs) makes it. You know, it's not going to happen unless you put the work in. You've got to put the work in. Now, speaking of work, let's go right into what is it that you do? I basically, uh, the short story is that I advise and train business people. So I I typically advise small business owners and sales professionals, and I train uh, business professionals in all different uh, levels and areas of business on a variety of um, topics that are are business-related, like customer service, leadership, sales, time management, those sort of things. Mm. Okay, that sounds very interesting. In in the position that we as Medicare sales professionals and other insurance professionals and financial advisors are in because of the pandemic, we're in that position where many of us may need some training to retool and and reposition the way we are doing our business. So those are things that you actually do, correct? Yes, that's exactly right. Yep. I have been doing sales training for, gosh, over 15 years. Okay. Have you worked with insurance professionals? I have. As a matter of fact, I'm working with uh, um, insurance agency right now, and I've had insurance clients in the past. Okay, those um, insurance professionals that you've worked with, were you? Uh, how did you go about? First of all, getting those customers, and then secondly, how did you go about helping them? I got them through. Well, let's see. So. Couple of them I've gotten through um, networking, being out in the community and and connecting with people and people having the opportunity to get to know me. Uh, some I've gotten through public speaking. I, I do a lot of public speaking and uh, connect. You know, people get to hear me, hear uh, my level of knowledge, and uh, mm-hmm. so they either refer me to somebody or hire me directly 
So, Diane, what did you do before you started your own business? Uh, so immediately before I started my business, I was in sales. I was um, I sold a product immediately before a product and a service uh, immediately before I started my own business, and before that, I sold a service. Uh, and before that, I was in leadership. So I was director of operations for a company out of Michigan. That's how I got to Ohio. Um, they ah. in Ohio, yeah, and I, I came here to open it. And then I went into sales for them here in Ohio. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, how long, and you probably have said this already, how long have you been doing this business? I've had my business for 14 years almost to the day. Oh, wow. <laughs> anniversary time. Anniversary yeah. time. It's party time. <laughs> 14 years is a long time. So obviously you know what you're doing and you know how to help others. So in a typical day, let's say that I'm an insurance agent and you're going to help me to transition from um, face-to-face sales to telephone sales. Can you give me three points or three tips that I might use to do that? Sure, absolutely. So so the first thing I we would do is we would take a look at your current client base in a couple of ways. We would look at uh who they are um and how you got them. So it's so it's interesting. Uh, along the lines of the questions that you asked me, uh we would identify where they came from and we would take the train all the way back cuz a lot of times people don't realize there's there's a starting point that many times is before the actual introduction to that client. And the reason we do that is so we can define what works best. So we look at your clients in terms of uh, which ones are the best, ideal, what are those characteristics of those clients, and where did they come from. Mm -hmm. And then we look at what can we duplicate. Now, obviously, we are in a different world and there are going to be some behaviors we're not going to be able to duplicate. Having said that, we can take them and we can convert them. So Mm -hmm. we can move them to uh, virtual communication. And we have a lot of options with virtual communication. We have video calling. We have um, sort of video email, though though it's it's an interesting thing to do. It's the outreach that really matters. It's how do we do our outreach. And it, and I would say there's no downside to reaching out to our current clients first. And then when we know what our best clients look like, defining what a good target market looks like, what a good prospect base looks like, and doing outreach. Um, okay. I'm going to say... I, I think it's tricky. I think we want to set up systems that we can repeat. And one system that works really well is doing like a free webinar, doing a a free um, town hall kind of thing, like on Google Hangouts or Zoom or something, where you can draw people into a conversation. 
one of the biggest mistakes people make is trying to sell and selling doesn't work and I know it sounds counterintuitive but what we really want to be doing is connecting with people especially right now and listening yes. to them right and hearing yes. what are their concerns what are they struggling with what's going on with them because that's how we a build trust and B, really know where they're at, and we can connect. If it makes sense, we can connect what we offer to what they need, or maybe we're referring them to someone who offers something else because that's what they're saying they need right now. It's all about the relationship uh, from beginning to end, but especially at the beginning if we want to get to the end. Right. Yeah. So actually, we're treating this contact now as our similar, very similar to our initial contact with that person, because initially we had to develop trust. We had to build their trust. So the, and I've found in my experience that the best way to do that is to listen to the individual and see what their needs are. Uh, I'll give you an example. I might be calling you to because you are in my book of business, and my purpose in calling you is to convert you to uh, or to sell you an additional product because mm-hmm. you're already a customer. Right. To find out what that product is, which one do you want, which one do you need, I need to listen to you, not make the assumption that yes, you want a dental plan. You may not. Or yes, you want an annuity. You may not. You may be all set there. But it's reestablishing that initial relationship, taking notes, and I guess importantly, listening. Yeah, right. I I think that is a great example. That, That is exactly right. We have to listen first. And I think we have to listen Openly and intentionally, and what I mean by that is um, what we tend to do as salespeople is be in sales mode where we're listening towards selling, and I think we should just be listening just to listen. Right. So, right? right? Because when we listen towards selling, we don't really hear what they're saying, and they know it. And the minute they Mm -hmm. pick up on that, we've lost them. Mm Mm-hmm. So we just need to listen with an open mind to really uh, actively hear what they are saying and sometimes what they're not saying. You're right. Sometimes it's what they're not saying, but you you have to listen. And this could become uh, a little more daunting for those who are not now sitting directly in front of the person so that you're looking at their body language, you see their expressions, uh, maybe their spouse is there, so you see interaction. You're not really seeing that, so it requires listening more, even more intently. Right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Which is also one of the reasons why uh, I like video calling, because... Mm-hmm. When you, you know, we're, humans are social animals, and we like to be able to see people face to face. And this whole situation that we're in is challenging that ability. 
So for us to be able to reach out to people and say, this is a strange time and I appreciate it's a strange time. So I'm working diligently to, to continue connection with people. So let's jump on a video call and just chat. I'm not going to try and sell you anything. anything. I just want to know how you're doing. I just want to be able to that's, see what's going on. That's an excellent idea. And you did mention the video calling. And I had that just kind of slipped my mind for a moment there. But that's a great idea. And we have so much technology that can help us to do that now. Exactly. There is, um, we can do um, FaceTime on our phones. We can do Zoom conferences. We can do, there are just a lot of tools that, that agents can use to make it a face-to-face, -face, even though they're not actually sitting with the person. That's a great yeah. idea. What would be another tip, Diane? Uh, I would say, um, I'll go back to this idea of um, offering educational information. So when we're in a situation like the one that we are in right now, and it's causing a lot of anxiety for people, and there's a lot of unknown, people have a tendency to expand that unknown. If we can be offering to provide them with information that they're concerned about or or that some people are concerned about like we you know if 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 the agents picked a topic that maybe was about medicare but wasn't necessarily about medicare but some sort of insurance and and tips people need to know for example i'm currently creating a series of videos that are tips for working remotely, for managing a remote team. Because all of a sudden, oh, all these people are managing remote teams, mm -hmm. all these leaders, right? And, it, and it's foreign mm -hmm. to ever, all of them if they, aren't, if they weren't currently you know, doing it before. So right. the agents can do that sort of thing, create video tips and put them out on the social networks and make sure people know that they're out there and invite people to have a virtual conversation, like a virtual town hall, where they can bring their questions and the agent is going to answer them as well as they can. And, you know, if they can't answer it, maybe they're going to go find the answer and come back. So now they are in this conversation with people. And I'm not talking about their current clients. I'm talking about prospective clients. By being mm -hmm. that trusted source, you know, that, that trusted person who cares enough to just share information and help people find answers. That makes sense because you don't have to, even though going to your existing customers first, because you need to make sure that they're okay, um, creating new customers, this is a great way to create and develop a new customer. Right. Exactly. And we need so new that, customers, right? Yes, 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 because we still need to keep our businesses going and grow what we have. So it's all about using what you have, using what you have in terms of client database, using what you have in terms of technology, and what you don't have, what we don't have as an agent, finding the sources who are like yourself, Diane, who are able to give us reliable 
strategies and methods and tools that will work for our business. Um, Diane, is will your video be available for everyone or are you developing this for your private clients? Oh no, these, so these are gonna be available for everyone. I created an online, a three module online course that's free. Um, I'll be putting it out today and then I'm gonna be doing these video tips. They will be free, they'll be, I'm putting it out on my social. You know, these are things that if they can help people, uh, this is the time for it. And um, so, you know, I'm in the process right now of getting them finalized. The course is done. I just have to grab the link and get it out there. And I finished it yesterday. Great. So listen, don't forget to make sure that I have that link for the course. I'd like Definitely. to uh, put it in our information about this podcast and also share it in our group so that everyone is aware that it's there because it will help many, many agents. I'd like to help you to get it out there. So be sure that you get that link to me when you have it completed. Terrific. Thank you. I sure, certainly will. Can I okay. add another um, suggestion that Sure, you were going to give us three. Yeah. So hit me with the third one. Go ahead, hit me I'd with it. Three. So think about the, the people um, who you know, or maybe you don't even know them, but think about pe businesses that are complementary to yours. So other industries that are dealing with your same prospect base and client base and reach out to them. If you already know people in that space, go have a conversation with them. If you don't, find them like on LinkedIn or wherever and reach out to have a conversation with them about how you might be able to help their clients because okay. they've got the same clients you do, but not necessarily the exact. Like they have the same target market you do, but not necessarily mm -hmm. all the same clients. And so... Mm -hmm. Maybe they put together a seminar that they have you come in and share information mm -hmm. with their client base. So they're helping their client base and they're helping you at the same time and you're helping them. It's a, it's a, like an ecosystem. A win, win, win. Exactly. So um, I'm going to let you summarize those three tips for us, please. Okay. So the first one is, Review your clients, what they look like, what your best ones look like, where you got them from, go all the way back, and mm -hmm. reach out to them to have a conversation with them, a totally open conversation with them about how they're doing, what's going on, what do they need. The second one is provide valuable information to the world about insurance. Give them answers. Give them tips. Have open town halls, uh, seminars, whatever it is, so that people can get the information they need. And you, you have to make sure that you're sharing it. Just like Faye and I were talking about how I'm doing something and she's asked me to share it with her so she can share it with people. You got to do the same sort of thing. Do, do the whole domino effect. And the third one is reach out to people who are in complementary industries and see if you can provide content to them that they can provide to their clients. Those are Don't such sell. excellent 
Excellent, excellent tips. Thank you so much, Diane. Um, We are coming to about the time when we're going to close. Um, I will be sharing Diane's contact information as well as the link for her videos that will give you more information about what you can do. But I have one last question for you, Diane, if you don't mind. If if I were a new Medicare sales agent coming into the business today, I just got my license. I completed it on Friday. Today is Tuesday. What um, What would you tell me should be my first steps? Because I'm not going to be able to do what typically I would have done right. uh, if we were not in the pandemic atmosphere. Yeah. I'd go on a discovery mission. I mean, I think all salespeople should be on discovery missions anyway, but especially as a new agent, I'd go on a discovery mission. I would reach out to the people I know, not to sell them, but to learn from them. And I would say, I, I am new in the industry. I'm taking advantage of this strange situation that we are in to learn. And I'm wondering if I could ask you a couple of questions and have a couple questions, have three to five questions that you would like to know. And they can be things like, um, how did they, uh, you know, do they have Medicare coverage? Do they have other insurance? How did they come to get it? Uh, What do they like and dislike about it? How did they choose their agent? Uh, What do they look for in an agent? What are the things that matter to the most? I mean, I'm just throwing out a whole bunch of questions, but develop a very short list of questions, like three to five. And -hmm. and that way you can build a sense of what people are looking for and what they need. And for all you know, it can turn into a conversation around, boy, you know what? I hadn't really thought about dental insurance. I hadn't really thought about XYZ, pet insurance, whatever it is. And then you can continue that conversation. Well, is that something that's important to you? Would it be helpful? Whatever. You continue the conversation based on the answers they give you. And it may just be that you say, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate the information. You've helped me uh, further develop an understanding of what people are looking for. That's the goal of those conversations. You could be having those all day long. Sounds great, Diane, and thank you. That's great advice for someone who's new in the business. And at this point is probably are probably feeling overwhelmed because um they can't start the way they thought they were going to start. That's excellent, excellent advice. Thank you so, so much. And Diane I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise. I am sure that our audience will agree that you have actually given us some sound advice. Your three tips are great. Let us continue to listen to the podcast, I Sell Medicare Plans. Let us continue to 
share the podcast with your friends and other associates who are in the insurance business. This is a new podcast, but we've had some tremendous, tremendous guests who have been able to give us information that helps all of us to grow our business. And that's the purpose of the podcast. So listen, share, look for the links in our uh, social media, look for the links and emails that you get. If you get it, share it. And thank you so much for listening today. Now, next week, on actually on Monday, the 30th, we have a dynamic guest, Rob Jones, who is going to talk to us about massive activity. And that is going to apply no matter how we're doing our business. Have a wonderful day, and thank you so much for listening.